Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the world's greatest podcast, the Kaderna Podcast, of course. I'm your host, Brian Kaderna, and I'm excited to uh, talk about what I think is a really, really important topic for all Americans, and that is Social Security. So I know there's been prior episodes uh, that touched on what exactly the program is, some of the history of it, as well as ways to leverage the benefits for your own financial plan. But today we're really going to address the state of Social Security. All right. And we're fortunate enough to have just uh, received the 2021 Social Security Trustees Report, or what is formally known as the Old Age Survivors and Disability Insurance Trustees Report. Okay, quite a mouthful. But what that is, is it really looks at A, the financial standing of Social Security, and B, some of the trends and demographics uh, here in America that are affecting the program for better or worse. And we're really going to get into this. I love it because there is a lot of data. I think having empirical evidence uh, is essentially indisputable. It lets us know what's going on um, and kind of helps us see through all the, the, uh, you know, the noise out there, be it in the media or from the talking heads and so forth. So I don't think it gets a lot of attention right now. Uh, there's been a lot of other headlines, needless to say. But if we want to just take a look at where the America, American economy has gone over the past 15 years and then examine this program, I think it'll help us kind of get a good glimpse of what's going on and what we need to look forward to in the future. Is going to require work and time and sweat and toil. If money wasn't an issue, what would I be doing? Don't worry about it. You'll figure it out. Change is the only constant. So if we just rewind the clock a little bit, okay, relatively speaking, to the March 5th, 2009 low of the Great Recession, all right, since that time up until today here in the fall of 2021, the stock market or Dow Jones Industrial Average is up over 350%. All right, so if we just kind of recognize that fact, I think most folks out there are looking at their portfolio over the past decade and they're pretty happy. They're probably feeling good about themselves and their money. Then we take into account, you know, one of the other biggest assets for the average American are real estate. Okay, everybody knows how hot real estate is right now. Actually, over the past year alone, national home values are up over 15%. Okay, so if we take into account the stock market and then our home values, we throw those together and then we think about over the past year, we've just come off the heels of enhanced unemployment. Uh, we've gotten several rounds of stimulus checks uh, since coronavirus. The bottom line is when we look at all these things, there is more money flowing through the American economy today than in the history of our country. Okay, So when we see all of that and we get just completely inundated with you know just constant 24-7 news and all of the the things that are kind of exciting, if you will, day to day and always changing, uh, such as the stock market, it's easy to take our eye off the ball and forget about some of the real building blocks of our economy. And I think Social Security fits right into that category. Okay, so to take a step back, I just want to provide everyone some uh, facts, some fun trivia about Social Security. And then I think we can appreciate the enormity of it. And then we'll go back to examining, again, the state of the program, okay? 
So Social Security, I think one reason, too, it's not getting a lot of press is everybody back in the day, they used to get those green statements that would tell you at age 62 or at age 66 what your projected retirement benefit was. And people obviously enjoyed reading those and seeing, hey, you know, when I retire, at least I'm going to get this check every month forever. Okay, which gave us a nice sense of security there. But in 2011, the Social Security Administration actually stopped mailing out those statements, uh, except for workers that are over the age of 60. So the overwhelming majority of the workforce is not even seeing any of that. They actually have to log on to the Social Security website and create an account and log in there and actually see what those numbers are, which, of course, you know, most folks probably aren't doing unless they're getting near that stage of possibly retiring. So that's a good way, number one, to kind of uh, remove some of that dependence is to kind of help people forget that it's even there. The next thing is looking at the size of the program, okay? We don't want to forget about how important Social Security is. Number one, the Social Security's trust fund today stands at $2.9 trillion, okay, with a T. So that by itself makes it one of America's biggest expenditures or biggest entitlements. There are currently 55.2 million Americans that receive Social Security benefits. Okay, that's about a sixth. That's about one in every six people in America are currently receiving benefits. Nine out of 10 people over the age of 65 are receiving Social Security benefits. And it is still the largest source of retiree income accounting for over one-third of all retiree income. All right, a couple more stats here. 174.8 million Americans pay payroll taxes. Uh, that is how Social Security is financed. And the program itself is 86 years old. All right, so I think a lot of people have become dependent on it. Uh, now we're starting to not maybe pay as much attention to it right now. Uh, but if you think about it, 87 years ago, the program didn't even exist, okay? And people just kind of retired in a much different fashion. And for the purposes now of the actual uh, examination of Social Security's well-being, we're not going to address today the status of Medicare or the Disability Insurance Trust Fund. Um, you can certainly learn more about that in the trustees report, but I think that that kind of goes beyond what we're going to talk about today and really Social Security, uh, the traditional sense, particularly like the retiree benefits. Okay. So what is the state of Social Security? How are we doing? All right. To not kind of uh, be Mr. Doom and Gloom here, the I'll start with this. The status of Social Security is not good. Uh, we are not in good financial well-being uh, if you look at this report. The 2021 trustees report predicts that the old age and survivors insurance benefits or what we know as Social Security can be paid on a timely basis until the year 2033. OK, that was actually moved up one year. Last year's report showed us going to 2034. All right, it's kind of scary because now here we are in 2021. You know, these years are not that far off. We're t just talking about another 10 or 11 years here, guys. At that point in time, it's not like Social Security benefits would just disappear overnight. If we look at the program, if we didn't change anything, it's projected that the taxable income, so what people are paying in payroll taxes at that point, would be enough to continue about 76% of the 
of the estimated benefits. Okay. Now, the current report has made some favorable assumptions uh, that have actually helped, uh, you know, give a favorable outlook um, to getting us to at least 2033. The two most notable ones are the fertility rate, okay, for women. The fertility rate was bumped up from 1.95 births per American woman to 2.0 births, okay? And that data is accounting for the trend uh, for women having children later in life into their 40s, actually. Uh, and that's what accounted for that slight increase there. All right. And theoretically, as we have more and more babies, that would mean there's going to be more and more workers and more tax dollars flowing into the system there. Okay. The other thing that helped out the projection is the long-term unemployment rate was reduced from 5.0% down to 4.5%, okay? On the flip side, so how come the program now has been, the exhaustion date, if you will, has been moved up from 2034 to 2033? All right, some of the negative adjustments in this year's report. The most notable are related to near-term economic assumptions, uh, particularly taking in lower payroll tax income and lower revenue from the taxation of benefits. All right. A lot of this is stemmed, of course, from the 2020 pandemic uh, with coronavirus. All right. Due to the pandemic's uncertain outcome, we're still living through this with the Delta variant and everything else. The report actually did not take into account any long term assumptions related to coronavirus. OK, but one of the most eye opening realizations in this report is that 2021 is going to be the first year in which total costs, okay, so kind of outflows of the program will exceed total income in the program, all right? This is going to happen in 2021 and will be projected to occur every year hereafter uh, with it actually tipping further and further uh, to the, um, the outflows versus the inflows, okay? So ultimately, the difficulties that Social Security has predicted for a long time, okay, this isn't something kind of any revelation in the 2021 report. The day of reckoning has been predicted going back almost 20 years. Uh, it's just that now we're getting closer and closer to that finish line, if you will. And the fact of the matter is, is just the math of inflows and outflows, okay? In 1945, when Social Security was just getting started, there were 41.9 workers per beneficiary, all right? So we had almost 42 people paying into the system for everyone taking out of the system. That, that ratio today in 2021 is 2.8 workers per one beneficiary, okay? So it used to be about 42 per beneficiary. Now we're down almost to two workers per beneficiary. So naturally, we're just asking so much more of a program uh, that just does not have as much fuel as it once did when it was originally designed. And then the other thing, of course, that we all know is people are living much longer retirements today than they did back in the 40s or 50s when benefits started to really be first paid out. All right, so the analogy I like to use is instead of having, you know, 42 horses carrying a carriage for a couple hundred yards, it's now like we only have two horses pulling that cart and we have to go miles and miles to get the job done, okay? So there's a lot of downward pressure on Social Security. Uh, and again, like I said, having the pulse of the economy as a whole, 
these are the same sort of issues that you're seeing in most entitlement programs uh, inside of defined benefit pensions and other things that have a similar makeup to Social Security. Okay. So now if history is any guide as to what's going to happen here, you know, Congress kind of holds the keys to how can we fix the system if we so choose. But the thing that, of course, any politician is afraid to kind of take away what's already been given. And especially when we talk about the primary beneficiaries of Social Security are retirees. Okay, in particular, baby boomers. Over 10,000 baby boomers are retiring every day. And this, uh, this statistic is going to continue for quite some time now. So if politicians look at their voting base and who they need to keep happy, uh, some you know, immediate uh, changes to Social Security would probably not be very welcomed. Over the long haul, things that you're certainly going to hear about is either A, higher taxes, we need to have more inflows, B, reduced benefits, lessen the outflows, or C, to extend, which has happened, but probably will happen again, to extend the uh, full retirement age for future beneficiaries. Or you may see a combination of all three of those things occur if we really want to keep this system afloat. Okay. A quick footnote here, guys. All facts and figures I just released or uh, discussed are from the 2021 annual report of the Board of Trustees of the Federal Old Age and Survivors Insurance and Federal Disability Insurance Trust Funds. Okay, there are actually six trustees uh, for this board. Four are fixed by virtue of their position. That would be the Secretary of the Treasury, the Secretary of Labor, Secretary of Health and Human Services, and the Commissioner of Social Security. The other two positions, the other two out of the six, are presidential appointees, uh, which have been vacant since July of 2015. Okay. I uh, just want to mention the Social Security Administration has not approved, endorsed, or authorized this presentation. Uh, if you'd like to have some more information for your situation, please contact the Social Security Administration for complete details regarding your benefits. Everyone, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode, The State of Social Security. I'm your host, Brian Kaderna. You just listened to another episode of the Kaderna podcast. If you just thought, wow, that was a lot of data and I'm not sure I caught it all, go back and give it a listen. I know it was a quick kind of information-packed episode. And please continue to share the Kaderna podcast. Leave us a review wherever you're tuning in. And we will see you next time. Take care. This podcast is intended for the general public and for informational purposes only. The show does not provide any recommendations or investment advice regarding any specific account type, service, strategy, or product, or to otherwise act in any fiduciary or other capacity. Please contact a financial professional for guidance and information that is specific to your situation. Brian Kaderna does not provide tax or legal advice. Please contact your accountant or legal advisor to discuss your situation. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Kaderna Financial Team, and opinions stated are their own. All investments contain risk and may lose value. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. References to specific securities, asset classes, and financial markets are for illustrative purposes only and do not constitute a solicitation, offer, or recommendation to purchase or sell a security. Brian Kaderna is a registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, OSJ, 300 Broadacres Drive, Suite 175, Bloomfield, New Jersey, 07003, phone number 973-244-4420.
Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Hiderna Financial Team is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. California Insurance License Number 0K04194. The Social Security Administration has not approved, endorsed, or authorized this presentation. Contact the Social Security Administration for complete details regarding eligibility for benefits. Approval number 2021-127065, expiration 923.